what is the secret Dwayne is hiding in the basket? What's in the basket? Easter eggs? What's in the basket? Clothes. What's in the basket? Nothing. What's in the basket? My brother. What's in the basket? Open it, if you dare. Basket case. Alrighty, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another Halloween marathon review. Took a break on me. It's been a very, very hectic weekend. I mean, week and weekend. But today we are back again with the show. This is the show for the month of October where I invite a guest from uh, film Twitter, YouTube, all different kinds of places, and they come on the, the show and they choose a horror movie for us to review. Today, we have from the Trivial Theater YouTube channel, we have Nikki. Nikki, hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know what? It, it's almost Halloween, and in this yes. year especially, it's important to really enjoy the things that we enjoy, and Halloween is such a fun thing. Yes, agreed, agreed. And it's very fun, especially for us um, horror lovers, people who are into horror and stuff. It's a very fun kind of month to dive into and to talk about some other, you know, some horror movies with friends because i always get so surprised of like movies that my most of my friends still haven't seen so it's always fun to give them recommendations and stuff but um why don't you let why don't you let everyone know a little bit more about you and then go into the movie that you chose and why all right um the my theater is uh well it's trivial or my 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 channel is trivial theater um Mm -hmm. i do quite a range of movies but they tend to be my kind of go-to line for them is random obscure and straight up bad um (laughs) that's that's kind of my go-to and i do uh an animated avatar that kind of does kind of a humorous breakdown of the movie and then i'll do um random facts about it and kind of give my thoughts on it but i try to do as much trivia as possible the one thing with so many of these movies is they're so obscure, it can be difficult to find stuff. So when you find things, it's kind of like a treasure of, oh my goodness, this tells you about these low budget directors or whatever it might be. So, um, right. Go ahead. So I um, it's okay. So I uh, so listen, I um, found your I found your channel like maybe a couple of months ago, um, and stuff, and I was immediately drawn to it just because it was so. It, you know, it's really hard to, like, do something different on YouTube because you feel like you anything that you would want, it's on YouTube as far as, like, the kind of channels, as far as, like, especially for movies, whether it's, like, movie reviews, deep dives into movies, movie news, ch- news channels, and stuff like that. So the idea of doing, like trivia for obscure movies because listen most of the movies that you that you've done i was like what so when i when i invited you to do this to do this show i knew you were going to force me to watch something that i haven't seen before (laughs) not force me in a bad way just 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 to force to force me to expand my mind 
and my reach and you know most of everyone who's who have done this show already they've done movies that i've seen a thousand times i think I, there was like one movie that i haven't seen like the guest but you know everyone's done movies that i've seen a million times and like you know i would love to discuss again but you chose a movie that i have never seen never heard of i told tyler in, in like a group chat and he's like oh my god that's like such a throwback <laughs> um then i saw that it was from 1982 um, so why don't you get into that? What's the movie that you chose and why? Um, so the movie I chose is uh, Basket Case. It was directed by a guy named Frank Henenlotter from um, well, obviously 1982. Um, very, <laughs> very much a cult classic. He actually hasn't done a lot of movies, um, but they're all um, of the two I've seen, which is this and then another one called Brain Damage. They're both set in New York in the 80s. It's really kind of gritty. They're super, super low budget. Um and Basket yes. Case itself is basically the story of this guy that shows up in New York and he's carrying this giant like picnic basket thing. And he checks into a motel and he goes around and sees these people. And you learn as the story goes along that in the basket is his deformed Siamese twin. So when he was a kid, these three doctors cut this twin off of him, but the twin survived. Mm -hmm. And they're basically taking vengeance out on the doctors that did this to them. Okay. So. And it is incredibly gory and it's just, it's it's called, I mean, it is basically an exploitation film mm -hmm. and it, I mean, it's eighties in all the, I guess all the best ways. Like if you think low budget eighties horror, yes, like, you know, night at night on Elm street, but with a tiny, tiny, tiny budget that's in, in the this realm movie. of what this is. Yeah. Okay. So I turned this on this morning because i was like okay i've never seen it um i i i, I figured i was probably gonna have to go to like amazon and or and order it off there but it was on a very it was on a very it was on an app called tubi um pretty good app I, there was actually some good choices like they have whiplash on there a couple of other movies and tv shows a lot of variety like you said i oh, think yeah. it's under the brand of uh amazon like amazon's kind of um thing of, of like you know apps that are not amazon prime video because they also have like imdb imdb tv as well mm -hmm. yep so i watched it this morning um didn't know what to expect i saw the poster and i said what in god's name is that and then <laughs> i watched it and listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you the f i i i thought i was gonna like legit like gonna have to come on this podcast and just hate the movie and like make you feel bad or something because oh, like no. i didn't like the movie or <laughs> I, listen i didn't mind it i i thought it was all right <laughs> like, and tyler tyler told tyler told me hey i don't think you're gonna like it because he just knows my taste as mm -hmm. well i'm very i'm very like you know slasher paranormal kind of horror and you know i'm very basic when it comes to the horror oh, everyone horror has movies. their tapes I, it right takes, you know it's you know the, the thing about a cult movie is it draws a certain crowd of people and something like this not that it's a small story but it is a very small that you know there's not a lot of detail beyond just the okay there's a guy he's mm -hmm. got this weird siamese twin you know uh puppet thing that you know tells him to go take vengeance on these people and there's a lot of blood i mean that's really yes. how you describe this and i was watching this movie and i went i got about 45 minutes in where i was like you know like i'm having some kind of enjoyment with this it's so ridiculous it is. I was like, I think that's the point. Well, I don't think they, they they intended for it to be ridiculous, but in 2020, it's ridiculous. You know, you see this little deformed thing running around <laughs> and jumping on people. The main actor, he's like very like 
like bad and and then <laughs> everyone's everyone is just having fun and no one knew this was going to be a cult classic i at least would at least when they were when they were like filming this you know i can't imagine it's, and listen i actually like going back into the 80s just to get like a and i'm not talking about like 2020 or like 20 or like modern movies that are set in like that time but like actually going back to watch how movies were created back then. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm looking around at the set design, looking around what they were able, you know, like able to accomplish and whatnot. There's a couple of shots of this, like of the monster, um, which is which is the one of the reasons why I, I I'm so glad you're doing the monster portion of the killer thon mm-hmm. because I know you're just gonna bring so many different things and stuff <laughs> like that. But um yeah, so let let's get your thoughts on the on the movie. You can go into full spoilers. These reviews are like spoiler um spoiler heavy since there are movies that have been out for a while. So oh, yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you let everyone know what you thought about it? Well, uh, I actually, I, I this one is a more recent one for me for me watching. I've seen Brain Damage a while back, and then this one more recently. And this one was uh, Frankenlotter's first version. You talk about you know that they were on the set having fun. Frankenlotter even said when he was doing it that he really had no idea what he was doing. It was his first film, and he mm-hmm. aimed for um, shots to be scary. And if they couldn't, sorry, uh, if a scene wasn't scary, it would be funny. And if a scene couldn't be funny, then it could at least be entertaining for its shock value. So that mm. kind of gives you some insight. It works. Into the movie. It works. I think it works. And, oh. I, and I think if I would have saw this when I was younger, you know, when it came out or like, well, I wasn't born when it came out. But like <laughs> when I if I would have saw this younger, I probably would probably would have been scared of the uh, of the of the brother. Yeah. Like, you know, the the basket um, creature, because like I um, it, it looks I was trying to put myself in that time to see how, but like, and around those times is when we were starting to get like Star Wars movies. So, um, you know, there was there there was something to look upon as far as like, you know, what what good like um, practical effects can look like mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, I thought the blood was was obnoxious, but it was so good. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. <laughs> You, you know what you know you know who I liked in this movie a lot I have no idea why don't ask the uh the hotel like the hotel receptionist or, or that that guy oh yeah, that yeah. poor guy <laughs> he kept having to run up the stairs <laughs> I said this guy's gonna have a heart attack he's gonna he keeps running up these he keeps running up like three flights of stairs and he is just not having it and I, I knew I was gonna like him when when like he walked into the hotel I don't know why I was like I like this guy I don't know his name but he's uh, great, you know I, I don't remember either but yeah he definitely had that dramatic <laughs> like that New York like just added yeah, yeah. you know what yet you're I'm, I'm dealing with all this crazy shit i have no idea what's going on but I'm, I'm stuck with this thing and he just you know throws his hands up in the air and says you know what just just get out of the damn hallway you know you're not you know just whatever it takes to get him out yeah, um, yeah. it was so great oh, oh totally and from a from a practical effect perspective i mean i think that the monster or the the brother was, was pretty well imagined like it wasn't yeah even looking at it now i don't think that there's a lot that you look at and see that looks like this and whether that be good or bad um <laughs> but even the um the stop motion parts where they show him kind of walking around i mean it's not perfect but for the budget like i think they only had like a thirty-five thousand dollar budget God, what a time. Huh? Yeah. Well, everything about, I mean, I could go into like the, there was a, a bar that they used, an S&M bar that they used for um, the the basement where the dad gets killed. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, they actually had to move like sex toys and like sex swings and stuff out of the way. <laughs> um, it, it 
doubled as like just a ton of different things. Um, the front lobby of the hotel was actually like a, an open service elevator. Are you really? Yeah, according to according wow. to IMDb. So I mean, they they use like they um the budget was so low they went through they went dumpster diving for like plumbing and and furniture and stuff yeah, to yeah. fill out spaces. I mean. They shot a lot of places without permits, including they had him, they had the main character, um, Dwayne, they had him run down the street. Like they, there's a scene where he streaks. Mm-hmm. They, they had him run down the street, like, you know, middle of the night and then get back in a van and then go on to the next place. Then had him run again. So oh my God, that's incredible. You know, stuff like that really makes me appreciate a movie. And and listen, when I was watching this, and then I w- I kept doing like my you know when you're watching something you keep doing like especially when you're at home you're doing like Google searches oh, or this yeah, that yeah. and the third actors or whoever like the Blu-ray I option kept coming up I'm like I'm not buying the Blu-ray <laughs> then I kept I kept going back to the Blu-ray do I want to buy this Blu-ray just to just say <laughs> fuck it and just buy a blue buy the Blu-ray I think I might I think I might I think it was so ridiculous but I liked it and then like and I I thought it's like this it's not it's not a great movie but i just like after when i was watching and i was like dude i i I, i'm I'm nervous about this review because i feel like i'm not gonna but then like by the end i was like you know what i i had some fun in there like some fun so that's good um, yeah and there is actually quite a lot the one thing i found with frank and lauder films and i'm not sure if maybe it's just me looking too deep into them but like brain damage, for instance, um, mm-hmm. he wrote it based around his experience with trying to get out of like getting out rid of a cocaine addiction. With this one, you can see the surface level, and it's a dude, you know, fighting against the the um, the monster in the in the basket case. Yeah. But it goes, deep, you know, it shows you New York City, like, it, and it, it yeah. is gritty and nasty. And I remember hearing about like New York in the eighties and how shit it was. My sister lived there, mm-hmm. and look at how the monster kind of like he starts off as just like you know he's eating like all the burgers and you know the raw raw stuff and he's like he gains more control throughout the movie and then he gains kind of the the weird shit at the end it's like he grows and you know just that battle between it's almost like battling two pieces of yourself you know that kind of instinctual right, versus right. The, i don't know maybe that's just me looking too deep well i i i don't i don't think so because i there was there was there were, as far as the battle within yourself there was like you know, there's like a love story in this movie, and I and I I I love like a classic love story, whether it's in a good movie or a bad movie. I just like I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. So, Aww. um, this 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 uh, so this receptionist at like a doctor's office, she just likes him, and then she said, "Cause you're like not like other guys," and he's not, you know. No, His name's Dwayne, so I don't know what that means for me, but <laughs> it's spelled spelled the exact same way I spell it too, um, and whatnot. So there's a is a love story with him and sharon that's the, no no yeah the, the act i mean yeah. the, the the character's name is sharon um and stuff and i i liked all of that and then he had to keep like leaving her because of the uh you know because of his brother like his brother like was he like needy or something or like he didn't like when he was away i think he or... worried that the that the um it was taking away from their mission to, to track down these doctors i think like it yeah. was because the the and i you know it's one of those things where i think they said that Dwayne was 20 and mm-hmm. the way that you know is has how long has this been building because you know we don't get a lot of we get him when he's 12 in flashbacks but then yeah, after yeah. that you don't hear anything more until he's you know 20 and it sounds like he's lived a semi-normal life he talks about being like a mail carrier or something so mm-hmm. yeah 
So, um, yeah, all that, all of, all, all of that, I think was done pretty well as far as like introducing her and stuff. Cause when they did, when they, when she does get introduced, I just assume she's not going to have that big of a role. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, kind of, kind of like a passing flirting thing. But, um, no, he actually goes on a day and they, and you know what I mean? They, they like, they like each other and I like that and stuff. And I thought that was all done well. I think the movie takes a, there's like a, a, a moment where the movie does take like a halt, um, I forget. It was when I forget. It was when they started the flashbacks. Yeah, it gets like, a little. I was having. Get, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was, I was having a little bit more fun earlier. You know. Well, and I think they felt the need to show you kind of the background, and I don't know. I mean, showing that background of like how things ended up the way that they were, I, maybe yeah. it was to pad for time, just so it could yeah. be given a big release. But I will say, and and the other thing I'll say, like. For the gore effects, like there are shots, like like where the the lady vet, um, what was her name, Cutter, um, the so. the one that gets all the scalpels to the face, um, um, is it Judith? Yeah, Judith Cutter. Cutter yeah, right? when she, you know, like there are scenes like all of those, they feel like they're they're cut too long. Like they want you to to feel these screams and feel all this stuff, and I get that, but it feels like too long. They could have cut it, you know, 30 seconds quicker and it wouldn't have made any difference in the grand scheme. You know, I, I would, I would agree because, um, when it was, you know, the movie, when you go, but if you go back to like, if you go back to like Halloween, 1978, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, she was donned for a moment for the, you know, for a moment as the, uh, scream queen, you know, cause <laughs> her screams were so great. So when that scene was going on, I'm like, dude, her, this, her screams are not good. She's <laughs> yeah. just, she's just yelling. She's, so it's like, um, she's, I don't know if you ever see it. It wasn't as this bad, but I'm probably, I, I don't know. I don't know if you ever seen urban legends Two final cut. Or it's been a long time, but yeah, okay. I'm familiar okay. with it. Okay. So I just rewatched it and there's a, there's like a, there's like a, a character who's supposed to be like a, since it's like a film school, there's a character in there who's supposed to be like a bad actress. Mm-hmm. And they go back to like watch her videos and stuff, and she's just doing this awful scream because she's not good. That's what that's what I got from <laughs> that's what I got from that scene. I was like, dude, this what is this? Like, but like that's where I said the movie kind of went, kind of grinded at, at a halt for me at least because yeah. I think like it was like maybe like the first fifty minutes. Um, where I just enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed when that guy got killed who tried to steal the money and stuff. Um, I enjoyed, I had so much fun at the kill scenes where just blood is just dripping from their face and, <laughs> and you don't know how, but it's just <laughs> happening. <laughs> I love all that. You know, I, 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 I had fun and I'm not going to lie. It really did. Is this thing on Amazon? Let me check. It so. very well might be. Otherwise, <laughs> I know Tubi is available all stateside. I don't know how it is. I don't think it's available like worldwide. Mm-hmm. But um, there's probably other services that would have it because for at least for this time of year, it is a pretty well known like it is kind of essential viewing if you're a uh, like a cult film liker. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not yeah. room level, but it's in that like upper echelon of, of, of cult movies, I think. So it's about it's on deep discount dot com. I have no I've never heard of this, but <laughs> it's, it's like thirteen dollars. Hey, listen, I mean, I liked it. There's, there's like a there's like a there's, there's a sequel. Yeah, there's Stand two about. sequels. Um, the 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 third one I think is probably a prequel, just because it's mm-hmm. called the Progeny. So I'm guessing that's his origin story. Also, you haven't seen the sequels. I haven't. I okay. it's one of those things where like with a lot of these movies, you get into sequel territory, and all of the stuff that made the original so good is lost. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. not to go off tangenting, but like, um, you look at there's a movie called Birdemic, and. Mm. 
out of nowhere like cult classic because it's just so like bad like this like basket case is genuinely it's relatively well made it's got a lot of cool shots there's there's a lot of value to it you look at one like Mm -hmm. Bredemic and it's good bad it's bad it's good because it's so bad but they did a sequel where they took like they're like oh you like you know bad cgi birds well here's a whole you know fuck ton of them you know (laughs) Here, you know, you like you like someone walking awkwardly down the street. Well, here's a guy walking even more awkwardly. They they took the stuff that made the original good, but they didn't put any thought into what made it funny. Right. So this, you know, I I, I noticed another thing about this movie too was that I wanted to go on like an '80s obscure horror kind of oh, kind yeah. of binge because I was like I just wanted to because listen I was watching uh, what was I watching last night because my I, I didn't have any um internet. So last night I was watching like 2000s mm-hmm. um, horror movies like Deepest Creepers 1 and 2. 2 is so bad. I forgot how bad that was. <laughs> um, fuck. I was like, what, what happened? It, what a downgrade. I don't know. I don't know. I noticed it's not about Jeepers Creepers 2, but man. Then I went into Joyride. I love Joyride. It's so oh, great, great to movie. me. Um, I have so much fun with Joyride. But then I wanted to like go on like an 80s kind of style where it's like some crappy blood mm-hmm. and you know it's like fuzzy the you know the, the um yeah the way it 16 looks millimeter fuzzy. or whatever yeah. yeah you know what i mean because i was watching this on a 4k tv and you just like you you instantly on on 4k televisions i noticed that you instantly get the feel of a, of an old movie because of like you know the um the quality and everything not, mm-hmm. not that oh, it's totally. bad i just like no, it's no, just, just like to have that kind of nostalgia mm. and stuff of how movies used to be made and how the the rate the aspect ratio is like con, is like significantly smaller mm-hmm. you know so i enjoy all of that i have my fun with uh stuff like that so a couple of things that i have questions on yeah for you, i can't guarantee i, I can know, answer I them but yeah <laughs> i i don't know how many times you've seen this movie so so i was kind of a little a little taken aback yeah so the does he rape that girl does the monster? I was so con- I I I figured she was dead, but I was just confused as to was that was that supposed to be him strangling her? He was kind of it looked like he was kind of humping her. What? Listen, I, I feel bad for listeners who haven't seen the movie because <laughs> you're just like, what is going on? It is. So. It is definitely. It's a thing about eighties movies. You get a lot of that kind of like it, it's, I guess, what you would call an exploitation movie. So it, it definitely yeah, yeah. it wants to shock you. So yeah. from the way I understand it and the the viewings that I've seen, I and I haven't been able to find anything one way or another that kind of backs it up. So I could be wrong in this, but I think um, so. At the very beginning, Dwayne talks about how Belial, which is the the deformed brother, yeah. um, is can talk to him and can communicate with him, but he can't communicate back because they're no longer one one body so the way it seems to me is like when um sharon shows up at the apartment shows up at his room earlier on and she's like oh i want you blah 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 and he stops as he's looking at belial my thought is that like that's belial trying to take over like he's mm-hmm. taken over. Oh, like when they mind. were like a when they like were about to have like sex, and then he kind of like he's his hands is like he's like holding her down. Yeah, I think and that then was it just like, okay. stops. So later on, um, I think when he's naked, like running down the street, I think that's actually Belial, like inside Dwayne's head. Like Dwayne is still where he's at, but mm-hmm. they're as compared to showing Belial like running down the street, they're just showing Dwayne naked to show like how he sees himself. 
I think. Oh, interesting. Okay. But at the very end, I think that is actually Belial. Like, like obviously he doesn't have any parts, but I think he's probably yeah. trying to simulate it because he earlier in the movie he's also sniffing um, the. Uh, what's she, I liked her too. What was, uh, what's Casey, I think her name is Casey. Casey, yeah, she was uh, awesome. Actress is Beverly Bonner. I actually really liked yes. her in this, oh, yeah. um, in this in this movie. She was fun and sassy, and she yeah. had like that great like voice. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she's but, in part two. Oh. Yeah. Wow, cool. And three. Maybe I will check it out. I yeah. Like I say, I'm always a little hesitant about like feature or sequels to things like this because you never quite know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that is probably like he gets like he wants that part of things, and being that he can't because you know he's like only half a man, literally. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think he's trying to, and since he can't, that's why he chokes her and kills her. I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So that was supposed to be like a strength. I was like, is he, is he strangling her? What's I think he on? was attempting to do more, but obviously he couldn't. So yeah, just uh, just hey, listen, if I can't have you, no one can. I exactly. Guess. But, exactly. But um, yeah. So and then the ending. The ending was uh, the ending basically was he just they both died. They fell out the fell out the building. Yep. Well, and I think um, so I think that. Dwayne really turned on it was showing kind of Dwayne really turning on Belial yeah and then you know without without I, I think Dwayne probably couldn't live it was a it was sort of a symbiotic relationship one couldn't mm-hmm. live without the other right so right they, I mean to some extent they go out like because it was Belial okay. holding on to the sign and then um strangling uh Dwayne when he when mm-hmm. he was sitting there or hanging from there so yeah. I think it was a case of like he couldn't have one way or the other, so he mm-hmm. fell and then just the kill the fall killed him. But it was symbolic as well, you know, like one yeah, yeah, yeah. while the other would lived. That's what I that's what I got from that is that it's symbolic ending on both of them who can't live without each other. Right. Listen, listen, listen. This movie's awesome. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> this movie, I was very skeptical and very nervous. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to put this, you that in that way. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was. I wasn't losing sleep, but this, but I but I wanted the I wanted the challenge. That's why I was like, hey, you know, come uh, pick pick any movie. And then you took a couple of days and you had three. And I said, I I just picked a random one. I said the one in the middle. So I went with Basket Case. Um, and listen, I I I had fun. Okay, I I had fun. It does lose me a little bit towards the end, but I did have fun. I liked the little the little tiny love story. I liked Dwayne a lot. I thought I thought he was a very different kind of character um i like that like, i actually like a lot of the supporting i like mostly all of the uh, supporting cast um you know uh mm-hmm. sharon and and casey and the the receptionist dude like he was great <laughs> you know he's my guy running up those stairs telling everyone to shut the hell up because that, that would be me it's oh, literally totally. that's me that would be me if i ran a hotel if i ran like a cheap hotel like dude shut up you know so <laughs> i liked i liked him a lot um i recommend this movie if you want to just have a good time i don't if you're trying to if you're trying to go in and expect like a oscar award-winning horror movie or or do you mean i know but (laughs) i think if you just want to have have fun and go watch an 80s kind of horror movie i recommend so uh nikki why don't we get some final words about basket case from you um you know it's a movie that well i think you summed it up pretty well it's definitely go in expecting a cult movie this is not gonna be there's a lot of shock value to this movie and i and I guess remember that they only they had a very limited budget, but from the yeah. shooting to the to the way that it's put together and the, even the effects, I think it's incredibly well done for the time and 
for the type of budget they had to work with. Um, in his other stuff, if you like this, he's got a couple of other movies out. Um, Brain Damage is a step above this as far as quality goes, and I think as far as in-depth story as well. Um, I've not seen Frankenhooker, but I've heard good things about that as well. Um, I'm sorry, sorry, what is the title? Oh, the third one is called Frankenhooker. Basically, it's the Frankenstein story to some extent, but with a hooker. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be next on my watch. <laughs> Listen, um, whatever whatever makes everyone happy. Exactly, okay? <laughs> exactly. And I do, you know, it's it's um it's definitely gory. There's definitely bits that are gonna make it kind of like, uh, that didn't age very well. But there's also a lot of redeeming value to this one as well. So I I, I would recommend it as well. I like I'm kind of skewed because I do enjoy movies like this, mm-hmm. but I think there's a lot of value to be seen in what um 80s independent low budget filmmaking looked like. Yeah. Right, because even like today's age of of uh, independent movies, like you, it's the budget is still like can be like over a million unless you're found footage, you know. Yeah. So the, the fact that the budget was so low, and this is what they got, I I commend them for 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 getting something like this. Because like, listen, I I liked it and stuff. It feels like there was more of a budget to this movie than Jeepers Creepers too. <laughs> so well, definitely it's a, it's a it's a definitely a work with a guy that was passionate about what he was doing he didn't know yeah, what the hell exactly, he was doing exactly. but it's still and i i think too i mean just the looking at it closer after i read through the trivia and rewatching it and you get the idea of wow they sh- they shot this thing you know in a service elevator and made it look like mm-hmm. a lobby you know they they shot these different rooms they repurposed like one room for like four different kinds of backgrounds and yeah, just stuff like that it makes you appreciate what goes into the making of a movie do you watch question do you do you watch some of your uh some movies on like amazon prime video like scary movies they just have i'm not sure into trivia but they they always have like trivia in mm-hmm. the corner oh yeah i always look like, through when, all that <laughs> yeah when you like when you like hover the uh, remote or whatever or you're like you know pressing pause um so when i was watching hereditary through prime video like they i learned so much about that so um it's, it's cool to learn how they were making this movie and what kind of things went on behind the scenes so oh yeah i i I enjoyed it so um, I, I I recommend Basket Case. Everyone didn't think I was going to say that, but I do. <laughs> um, it's, I had a good time. So I'm glad you enjoyed. <laughs> so um, that being said, I, I wanna um, <clears throat> I wanna thank you for coming on the show and choosing a movie. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, come anytime you want. Oh, cheers! You're always allowed. <laughs> Um, all right. And so let's uh, get some plugs in. Let everyone know where they can uh, follow you and where they can watch your videos. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Trivial Theater. Um, uh, my little icon is a marquee with a Trivial Theater in it. Uh, I do random, obscure and straight up bad movies. You may not recognize the movies, but I guarantee you'll have a great time watching them. Um, I'm also on Twitter uh, at Trivia underscore Chick and that's Chick without a K um so stop by say hi love to talk movies yes yes um and that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us uh once again listening to this review one of the better reviews that i've had with these uh marathons of movies because i had a lot to talk about with this one um this is our longest too so i really really appreciate um you again for that and that is it everyone you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac94 uh, Instagram, Cinemediac1994, and you can uh, follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cinemedia World. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Nikki. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs>